0: Hey, it's Lexi, host of the 10-Minute Beauty Business Podcast, and this is Summer School. These episodes have been designed to be short, actionable, and super helpful to your future and ongoing success in your beauty business. Let's not dilly-dally. The sunshine is waiting. I don't know what it is, but every single time I sit down to record a podcast, I just want to start with, what's up, party people? Like this is the one time in my life where it might be mildly appropriate for me to do that. So I guess I just did it and let's move right into this episode of Summer School. So we have been talking all things retail over on my Instagram and lots of conversations have come into my DMs about like, okay, well, that's really great. I can start to share online more, but I'm awkward when it comes to like having the conversation. I feel like when I start to talk about retail, my clients glaze over, they check out, and I turn into like some weird salesman. And while I know that that happens a lot and I have actually done it myself, that's not how it has to be. And you're not really helping your client when you do that. So so number one, when we talk about retail, and we talk about retail a ton on the podcast because it's one of my favorite subjects to dive into because it's such a moneymaker. I mean, such an amazing part of our business and I think that oftentimes when we're just talking mindset about retail people are like I don't sell and okay don't you don't have to like that's the beauty of this is you don't have to sell and and the other thing is that they don't consider it a part of their business like they just consider it something that they don't do in their business so number one, reframe there, right? So it is a huge part of your business that maybe you've just left unattended, but possibly it's it's also a shift that you don't have to sell. I'm not asking you to sell. I'm not asking you to be sleazy or you know, any kind of like weird salesman. I'm just asking you to educate your clients. And I know that that's like, well, obviously I do that. But what I hear in the salon a lot is us educating clients on things that don't matter to them. And I hear us explaining about why this bleach has amazing lifting power and thing like that, which they don't care. They just want results. Like we're speaking to the wrong pain point, really. And that's speaking to our our personal pain point, not to the clients. Like when that bleach lifts and is Superman strong and doesn't break the hair and it makes you look like Goldilocks, like that's actually, that's for us as a hairstylist, as as a service provider, that's for us to be able to deliver results and that the client doesn't really need to know those things. So I think when we talk about stuff in the salon, often we speak to things that excite us when that's fine well and good but when we are really serving our client at our best it needs to be what excites them and that's usually something about them cuz hey we're all just crazy selfish when it comes down to it so the number one way to talk about retail and we're going to talk about online and in the salon but to start with in the salon is to make it conversational not like hello as i pull this leave in conditioner out of my cabinet i will spray it on your head like uh no we're not the crocodile hunter this is just like, hey, I can't remember. Do you have this leave in at home or what are you using to prepare your hair before you blow dry? That's like the whole conversation. And then your client will say, Oh, yeah, I do have that. I love that. Oh my gosh, it smells so good. Blah, blah, blah. And then you're like, Yes, da, 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 da. If you're running low, we have a special going on or speaking to whatever it is that you've got going on because that's what matters, right? That's like you've you've started about them and now you've brought it back to kind of a sales moment, but you don't even have to do that. Like it can be as simple as, hey, I can't remember, do you have this leave-in or what are you using to prepare your hair at home before you blow dry? And they say, oh, I don't use anything. And then you say, blah, blah, blah. This is why you need to use this before you blow dry. So you would give them something about them like, oh, this is going to prepare your hair. It's going to give you heat protection. It's going to help you detangle. It's really going to help you grow out your hair because I know that that's something that you're working on and this is going to help fight the breakage or this is going to protect your blonde or whatever the pain point that your client has, which they tell us. You don't have to be a detective to figure it out. They sit down, they show you with their body language, they tell you, they text message you about this in the meantime between appointments. It's not a surprise. None of this will be a surprise to you. You just have to start looking for the clues that they're giving you. So when she says, ah, my hair is just so fried, then you circle back to that pain point later and you're like, hey Lexi, I know that you mentioned you felt like your hair was fried. I don't think it's that bad. But if you're not using a leave-in to prep your hair before you blow dry and before you comb out after a shower, I think that this would be really beneficial for you in terms of keeping your hair healthy and reducing some of that air quotes fried feeling that you feel. And then That's it. You don't say, do you want to buy it? You don't have to put it in their hand. However, like, yes, that is some of the old school like sales approaches that frankly really do work because you give the client ownership. But then when you're all done, and honestly, you don't even have to remember this because they're going to go, oh yeah, give me one of those. And then I go and I get it right then so that we don't forget because I can't tell you how many missed sales I've made by not grabbing that product right then because then your next client walks in the door and maybe you don't have enough time or you'd rather go scarf down some trail mix before your next client sits in your chair. And so you just let her leave without purchasing that. And so you need to get it right then and there. Stop what you're doing. It's 30 seconds to go grab it and put either give it to the receptionist or put it on your station or whatever, just so that they don't leave without it. If you follow me on Instagram, you have seen me talk about these questions a lot. And if you're an OG listener of the podcast, all the smooches, Um, but you probably have heard this and it won't hurt you to hear it again. So the questions that I kind of ask myself to prep myself about the product so that I speak confidently, because I find that that's one of the issues that, we have when it comes to serving our clients with retail is that we're just not that confident about what the product actually does or is or any of those things. And so you got to do a little bit of homework. And I have some prompts that will help you. So I'm going to ask you these questions. And these are also great prompts for creating content online as well. But you got to do it more creatively because we are all bored of the internet, like in some ways, I think. And so we've got to really step it up a little bit. So let me ask you these questions. And I want you to think of a product right now. Think of your number one, one. This is your jam product. You can't live without it. You put it on everybody's head, even if they don't really even need it. It's the product that you love to use when you style. Maybe it's even um, like an additive or a service or something in itself, but think of like a retail product and answer these either put me on pause, get a piece of paper. You know, I love paper, but just think about it because put it in your notes section because you're going to need to come back to this. And there's something really important about knowing the answers to these questions and sitting down and mapping it out that makes you sound so much more confident confident in your delivery when it comes time to talk about the product. So the questions are, and maybe they're a little different than you heard in some previous episode or online, because this is just from my brain, but what does it do? Like number one, what does this product do? So if we're talking about a leave-in, it's a leave-in conditioner, it conditions your hair after your shampoo and conditioner in the shower, and it protects your hair potentially from heat, UV damage free radicals it can do a lot of stuff and it detangles your hair right like the list is endless on what does it do um if we're talking about a hairspray simply put it holds your hair where you spray it right like it gives you durability if we're talking about um KMS makeover spray my fave dry shampoo then that is going to be something that it's a dry shampoo right like it cleanses your scalp or it extends the the life of your hair without having to wash and so what does it do now your personal way or favorite way to use it. So if you are someone like me who doesn't really love washing their hair, my personal favorite way to use KMS Makeover Spray is to spray it in, let it sit a couple of seconds, scrub the scalp, and then use a blow dryer to blow it out. And I call that like the rinse. And that lets me you know, get way more longevity out of a single shampoo. Then who is it perfect for? Well, it's Stick with the dry shampoo with makeover spray. It's perfect for anyone who wants a little extra volume, who wants to absorb oil on their scalp, who wants to extend the life of their shampoo, and someone who doesn't like that really clean, clean, fresh hair feeling and they want to, like, gird it up a little bit. Um, because you can also use it on dry, clean hair. And then the next question is, how do you use it? And I would say you spray on dry hair, either clean or dirty, let it sit a few minutes, massage it in, and then rinse it out. So uh, my personal way to use it, I guess I could say, is different than how to use it but the personal way that like if i'm going to give you another example would be that after I work out, I will spritz on a leave-in conditioner on my wet roots if I'm like sweaty, if it was a really, really good workout, and then I'll jump in the shower, not wash my hair, then I get out of the shower, I'll blow dry that leave-in in, in. so like I go from wet-ish to dry, and then I will spray makeover spray, and again, let it sit for a few minutes, massage it in, blow dry it out, and then style as usual right? So that's another like personal way that I would use makeover spray. So think about those questions and and write down your answers for that one product you thought of. So what is that one product and how do you answer those questions? What does it do? How you personally like to use it best? who it's perfect for, and then how to actually use it at home. Because sometimes the reason that somebody doesn't like a product is because they don't know how to use it. I can't tell you how many people returned this other dry shampoo that we sold at the salon, and it was because they could not figure out how to use it. Like literally could not figure out how to use it. There was also one of those volumizing products that we sold everybody on using it, and it's amazing <laughs> it's like a liquid volumizer and people were using it in the same way that they were using like those powdery dusty ones and it made their hair nasty af and so they all got returned like every single one we sold over a six-week period got returned i'm like okay something's up well we were using it wrong and so sometimes even though we could make it look great when they went home and did the same thing we did it didn't turn out that well um it actually turned out terrible and then we were like oh wait a minute this is supposed to be used in this way and and that was just because we assumed we knew how to use it, right? And that's not always the case. And so, with your favorite products, I know that you know how to use it, but sometimes there are things that you might not know. I mean, we didn't know that it was supposed to be used on wet hair and that you had to hold it way far away from the scalp and like one spray was enough. We were imagining it was like those powders because when the educator presented it to us she was like hey this is just like those dust powders you've used it's just in a liquid form well so obviously we treated it the same way so part of it was not our fault but the other half is like you know it just we could have done better research and that's exactly my point here is that you need to know what your products do how to use them all those things so that you're confident in delivery but also so your client has success with it and will enjoy the product because after we learned how to properly use that liquidy powder dust-ish product we sold tons of it and we still sell tons of it and people love it and they ask for it and they'll be like what did you use last time my hair stayed so well and it didn't feel gross these are the kind of things you want to to have conversation about in the salon and so when you can do that and have those conversations casually and you show up confidently in your responses you're going to sell a lot more just by serving your customer and listening to those pain points and then solving their problems. My suggestion to you is to really incorporate these talking points into certain points of your customer journey on your end. So when you're at the shampoo bowl, great time to ask, what are you using lately to wash and condition your hair? When you're combing them out and you're applying the leave-in, Great time to ask what they're using to detangle at home. When you're blow drying and they want lots of volume, ask them what they're using at home. Like literally just ask them what they're using. Ask them if they liked the blowout from last time. Ask them if they want more volume or less volume or if they like that product feel or if they don't. Like just ask questions and listen. We talk so much behind the chair. I have this client that I could tell she just like wants to knife me. I know it. I really know it. She's like, Lexi, shut up. So I've been trying to work on talking less, but I wonder if maybe in general, our clients are like, man, Like she just talks the whole time because I think we feel like this totally topic for a whole other, other, other episode, but we don't listen often. I mean, we do listen, of course, but when it comes to the hair stuff, we just know the answer. And so we just answer for them without them telling us really the problem. We just give them a solution really quickly, but maybe we should listen a little bit more. Maybe we should ask more questions and listen more. And I think that's across the board, right? A nice thing to do in life. And I am that client that, um, wants to knife her eyes out when she sits in my chair, except she keeps coming back for some reason, like clockwork and has booked out through the end of the year. She is, you know, I'm, I'm listening more. And when I stop talking, she does talk about her hair. So even though I'm trying to fill like an awkward silence, cause she's a little bit more quiet when I've done that recently, she talks about her hair and then she's bought product. So I think like sometimes don't fill that awkward silence, ask a question and make it about the hair because we, we often forget that that's what they're there for. And one thing that you can add for sure to your repertoire when sharing about product is online, right? And and when we share online, whether stories, reels, on posts, via email, et cetera, we're just, Increasing that, you know, 12 to 17 to 22 touch points that our clients need to see in order to actually be moved to buy. But so many stylists I see online are like showing the product. They're telling me what it does, like in, in written form. And while that's wonderful, I don't want you to tell me. I want you to show me. I sound like your third grade teacher. Like use your, vo- use your imagination, use your vocabulary, paint me a story, show me. Right. Well, and what I mean is, show me with a video show me a before and after show me a girl with crazy unruly nasty hair that you can like put a comb through instantly because you have the most amazing detangler show me someone who's frizzy that you can make silky smooth without a flat iron show me a transformation that matters even if it has a million steps show me how you got there show me transformation show me things that matter to me and speak to those original pain points I also think the last thing that I want to mention about retail and, and being comfortable talking about it in our, in the salon, the number one reason why we're uncomfortable is because we don't have a plan. We don't have any semblance of what's to do next when it comes to our retail and we don't have a strategy in place. And really, it just comes down to a lack of planning. And so, hey, this is a perfect time for me to tell you and remind you to make sure you save your seat for my three-part Quarter four planning workshop series. It's gonna be epic. And I am also giving away like tons and tons and tons of things in this workshop series because I have so much to share after teaching the Planathon for the second time. And this will be the second like kind of holiday workshop, but it's quarter four as well, all-encompassing. And we kick off on August 30th. I want you to be there. You're getting a private Instagram group, um, like a, a private page that you'll have access to, and there is seriously so much that I'm giving away. Basically, we're setting up your holiday plan, your goals, strategies, specifics, inventory, execution, marketing, and promotional stuff with events either online or just sales, you know, and and in person as well. So I want you to do that. But but here's the thing. If you don't have a plan when it comes to your retail, and this is even as simple as if you don't have a plan of how you're going to talk about that leave-in detangler. If you don't have a plan about when you're going to talk about shampoo, guess what? It's not going to happen. And so while I invite you, of course, to join me in the quarter four planning workshop series, and I want you to do that for... a million 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 reasons and a lot of zeros behind your name like I want that for you but I just want you to have a freaking plan in general and just try it tries to say okay Lexi I'm going to talk to every single client about leave-in conditioner tomorrow that's it that's my plan for tomorrow and granted it needs to be a lot more in-depth than that and we need to go a lot further than that if you really want to make a huge difference in your business but even as simple a step as that will make a difference you will see your revenue rise I hope that you are enjoying the summer school season here on the podcast. I certainly am having fun really like boiling the meat down to create these shorter episodes and to make sure that I deliver for you, I want to say thank you for listening. Thank you for sending me DMs. Thank you for rating and reviewing the podcast. This is, I've said it before and I'm probably going to say it a hundred more times, such a labor of love, but I do it because I get to connect with you. I get to find out who listens to the podcast. You say like, Lexi, this really resonated with me or oh my gosh, that changed my business. And so thank you, thank you, thank you for being here, for being a part of my podcast family. I seriously freaking love you and I hope that you have a wonderful day.